So I was talking about this with Adam, and he was telling me how there was another interview, apparently, with Puffy, and how he was talking about he used the ideas and, and the, the, the imagery from Outkast to market Biggie. Mm. Like all the Kangos and all that, he wow. got that from Outkast. Appreciate you guys uh, subscribing, watching the whole nine. If you appreciate this video, head over to Patreon, you know, and become a supporter. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on all the socials, head over to the site, cop some merch, all the other good stuff. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it, man. I'm here with B, FIFO, Mike. Look, the Organized Noise documentary went up on Netflix, and I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even know this thing was coming out until people started talking about it on, on Twitter and asking us if we were going to talk about it. And I was watching it, uh, and when I tell you that thing took me down memory lane, man, mm -hmm. like, it, it was crazy. Like, the backstory, I really didn't know the backstory like that. Mm -hmm. But yo, when they got the Outkast, and, and sh like, the story of Outkast and how L.A. Reid didn't believe in them, and then Players Ball was a Christmas song and all, Man, that, I was a little confused. Yeah, I was yeah. a little confused with that one though because like why they say Players Ball was the the first song when you look at the uh, Southern playlist of Cadillac Music, it says the original Players Ball. So which one came first exactly? You said, like reprise, and then you said the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, I, I don't know. Because um, I was confused because it yeah. made it seem like the the the, one, the Christmas song was. I first. think the Christmas song was the first. So that's why I was wondering why, why it's the original on the. And they had the pop off that song. Right. But the dynamic. I think the the interesting thing was just the dynamic of the group, like Sleepy Brown, mm -hmm. and how they all feel like this boy, um, that that made them who they are, mm -hmm. and and we all know like. Man, they they set the South on fire. The players ball, Southern Cadillac music, the fucking goody mob shit, and how Rico put all them shits together and put them in, and fucking CeeLo talking about his shit. I think what what was also interesting to me was I, I didn't know the other songs and people that they produced for. Yeah, You're talking because, about waterfalls. And yeah, well, I had no idea. You knew waterfalls? No, no, I knew. Well, I didn't know. No, they I, didn't know they, did. I didn't know they produced it. I didn't know because I you know did. usually because normally Dallas Austin kind of handled most of TLC's. But that's what you were saying so, in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. that they. Oh, I, 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 I knew that. Yeah. I, I, you knew that? Yeah. Wow. I did not. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that was coming out. Like, I, 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 no, I didn't know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but um, the story on how they put that shit together. The story, yeah, yeah that was crazy. It was nuts. And even the In Vogue song, because when, when Buddy started playing the piano, I'm like, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they did it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you also got to remember, like, back in 94, in the early 90s, like 94 when uh, Southern Player Cadillac, yeah, their Outcast first album came yeah. out. Um, Southern Player, listen to Cadillac, fucking me. You were in like third grade. I was in fourth grade. So I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was fucking senior, dog. That's why. Yeah. What, what do you mean? College? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rob asked me like, who was you a senior in? Like, who was you in college? That's what he was Fucking high school, dog. Yeah, so in 94, bro, like, you know, I'm, I'm too young. Yeah. So I knew, you know, I heard almost all of this music and stuff like that. But I was too young to acknowledge it. You know, I'm listening to the, the radio and stuff like that. Were you in Miami or, or Chicago at the time? 94, I was in Chicago. But mm -hmm. when I was watching it and 
and, and I'm trying to, you know, recall like that. Because I remember me and my brother used to sit there, man. We would put that shit on the stereo system and we'd play that shit from front to back over and over and over again. But see, I wanted to but, challenge you on something real, real quick because, like, and I don't want you to forget what you're going to say. Okay. Because it was something that you said that they set the South on fire. So, in y'all was bumping outcasts like that in Mississippi? Yeah. It wasn't like that in, in, in Florida. I don't remember it being like that because I remember. Florida's not the South. I, I, Florida is different. It, it, I, know it's Florida different. Is I know it's different. I know it's different. But yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I, I still feel like it, it is the South, though. Here, here's kind of what I mean by that. It, and it kind of goes back to the documentary. Remember? And, and fucking, I don't even think I even knew Puffy directed the first I, fucking I, I video. Didn't I didn't so, wow. No, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hippie something that Adam told me, but y'all go okay. ahead yeah. about that video. But just how Rico was like, yo, you need to put this jersey on. It yeah. needs to say Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so th yeah. so that's kind of what I'm saying. Like he, Rico was very like. Oh yeah, he was like the. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He was like, it has to be this, yeah. and from there it kind of took off. So he got may maybe not on fire, but on the map because that was kind of their thing. Yeah. They always battle with that. Because my thing was, I remember watching that video. I remember being at home and, and watching the video, and I remember like listening to Outcast in my house. I never took it outside the house, so I because nobody was bumping it. So I would play it in my room all the time. And it, and it was like, it, it was one day, I, think, I forgot, I was, in, I was in school, and I heard somebody say, I was like, oh man, you listen to that shit too? Or whatever, and, and you would think, because they are from the South, that, you know, people will be listening to it, but you, in the hood, it's like a totally different thing. Like, we're very specific to our, our thing, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? We really don't listen to stuff outside of that. But, mm -hmm. so it wasn't wow. really on fire like that in Florida when it first came out. Only a wow. select, Goody Mob too. I heard somebody uh, quoting Cell Therapy. I was like, oh shit, I listened to that too. It was crazy. So that's why I was wondering when you said he set the South on fire. I don't think it, but then you say that Florida's not really South like that. Florida's and it, and definitely not the South. Yeah, not Florida really. is South geographically, yeah. but I don't want to say culturally, but like yeah. socially, mm -hmm. it's like Florida yeah. is its own right. monster. It is, man. It so really is. I think it was like here, Alabama, <laughs> Houston, Houston, yeah, 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 Mississippi, wherever else. But see, I was on the Panhandle though, so you know, I'm from Pensacola, so you would think that. Well, I guess that's why I kind of touched well, us a little bit. Realize, like yeah. in, in Mississippi, like there are really only two places we're probably gonna go. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go to New Orleans, and we're gonna go to fucking Atlanta. Oh, okay. And 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 that was the thing that that Outkast like putting Atlanta on the map. Like you know, at yeah. that age, you just driving yeah. and just going up. Yeah. That was my thing. That makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Mm -hmm. Going to be true. I was like, man, these dudes are really putting like Atlanta on the map. And I'm trying. And I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, you know, like, are they like the first like a production or just a producers in general to like really incorporate live instrumentation? Because you know, in this time, this is like '93, '94. Mm -hmm. So you know, you got you know Pete Rock. DJ Premier, mm. Easy Mo B, Dr. Dre. Yeah, I was gonna all... say Dre. Dre was doing the same thing, but it didn't sound like sound this. like this. Yeah, that's the yeah. difference. And I, it, I'm like, just like, and man. back then, I think that hip hop definitely had cultural sounds, mm -hmm. and Organized Noise was the ones to really cultivate. I don't even want to say a southern sound. They cultivated the Atlanta sound. They separate. They put Atlanta on the map. And for me, I'm gonna go from a little slightly different perspective. Obviously, I was way younger and then when I was in high school had a couple of homies try to put me on to Outkast and I was kind of eh, But by that time different. they sounded different though. Yeah. But, but, but he was trying to put me on the early, early stuff. stuff. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I was like, you know, I was in the trick that, you know, I was into the Florida right. stuff at the time. When I got older and especially now that I live here, 
it, it gives me a different feeling when I listen to Atlanta artists and I'm driving down these streets. Yeah. Atlanta is culturally completely different. I've lived in Chicago, which is obviously a, 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 a culturally diverse, humongous city. Yeah. Miami, which is culturally diverse, but it, it's it's completely different. different, different, animal, different. Atlanta is very artistic and creative. You know what I'm saying? And they were able to really, really dig in and bring that and put that on the map yeah. through the live instrumentation. Like um, when, when they had um, Andre, uh, I can't remember the song, but um, when they were talking about Headland and the Low, yeah. I didn't know what the hell that was. Just <laughs> listening to all of the spots that, that they were naming. You know what I'm saying? I had no connection to them before yeah. that I do yeah. now. Yeah. That's like, holy crap. Like, I mean, right, right, right. Right. Yeah, it like, makes like, sense. Like when Andre was like, you know, I look up at the sand, me and my homies wrote the Marta. And I'm like, when I moved out here, I'm like, what the hey, Marta. Hey, that's what I, that's what I was about. So like, yeah, it's just cool when I like, to make that connection, it's like, yeah, yeah I hear him. I'm yeah. rapping it all the time in Detroit. He rolled the bottom through the hood. Hit the 85, like, I thrown the head into the cater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, 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 like now, now I'm hearing it, I'm like, yeah. man, these dudes are really yeah. Atlanta. But like, organized noise, just as a general, I love the fact, I remember I used to always hear dungeon, dungeon, and you're gonna go out to the dungeon. That looked like a real dungeon. I'm yeah. talking about <laughs> dirt floors. Right. The like, crib. The, the crib, crib was yeah, the crib brick. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but when you go into where yeah, they yeah. making the it music in the dungeon. Place. That's crazy. And you know what it like, made me think of when we went to Detroit with you and, and we went in the basement of your And I told you, I was like, this is how it looked. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was worse than that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I was like, man. I mean, and they were saying they were sleeping on the floor and stuff. I'm like, and unwashed sleeping bag. And I think me and Ken had this conversation before with like, Stuff like that, you know, you get, you don't see the, like the people, artists coming from like the bottom or like the grind. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like you don't see guys so quick now, and I guess because of the internet age, they just want to get that quick mm -hmm. internet fame real quick. Whereas like you watch organized noise from the time they assemble together to like, just the real grind, man. What? You know what? I'm gonna stop you real quick. <laughs> that was the only gripe I had with this documentary. Mm -hmm. Remember I, when we had that Hobson conversation? Mm -hmm. I was telling you, unless I have a real strong connection to the crew, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear any of the backstory. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear any of the drama. I don't hear none of that shit. I just want to hear about the music. My only gripe with this is when I clicked play, what I wanted to see with these dudes making beats. I wanted to see like what yeah. made you That's true. come up with this sound That's because true. it wasn't, I mean, not this is no disrespect, but it wasn't the people themselves that were so interesting that was like, oh, these are the people. Mm -hmm. It was the music that they made, the art that they made, these beats. The landscape created. That's what made Atlanta. <laughs> so I wanted to see like what made them create this sound because that sound was, when I moved Never. here, I did not want to move to Georgia. And this was at a time where I didn't like hip hop. Outkast was the only Southern group that I liked because they didn't rhyme like what I was used to. They didn't yeah. rhyme like what I thought of when it came to the South. And that was because like Andre said in this video, he was really fucking with up North shit. Mm -hmm. And then you had guys who had a completely different sound than anything. anybody. That's what yeah. made Outkast so unique. So I was a bit disappointed because I really wanted to see like them sit down and say, cause I have a feeling that if you walked up to these dudes and you said, yo, have a seat and tell me what made you create the beat for Players Ball. You could have a whole documentary right there. Cause I guarantee they're gonna be like, well, this record, this record, you ain't never heard this guy 
Philly Blue Note yeah, from 1979. Yeah. There's this, this is where I got the bass sound from. I wanted to see that. Yeah. And we didn't really get that. It was more like we just got like the, it was almost like it just jumped too quick. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah. we yeah, met, yeah. and then we got into this basement and started creating beats. Yeah, because the moment by Waterfalls was cool when he was breaking down. Exactly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see yeah. more of that because I knew yeah. about the Waterfalls thing. I didn't know the In Vogue and I still don't really know the In Vogue. I, I don't really listen to In Vogue. But um, I knew the, the Waterfall shit. So when they were talking about that, I was like, God, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, you wanted more of that. With the, with the guitar I wanted and stuff. Like when he had the live guitar guy just yeah. playing that sound, it was like, he was like yeah, how does this sound? How does it sound? That's it's like, oh man, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. want to hear more of that. I thought it was interesting that the dude that came up with the the don't go chasing, he said that oh, he yeah. was working at the Marriott. Uh, yeah, I, saw, I called that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 with that like, voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't get paid for that. Yeah, because Rico was like, said, but they all still get paid for that song. Yeah. That's what I but took. But the money be split so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. He might not be getting yeah. that much. That's true. It depends on what kind of deal it's like. I mean, if, you know, if TLC get played out of it, you know right. he Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, right. TLC you got know. played out of it. And, and, <laughs> and that was another thing that I took, and I know I'm jumping, but just the lessons that they learned from the music industry, you know what I'm saying? Just personally. So I like the fact that they touched on them individually as well. They didn't just like focus just on organized noise they focused them they focused on them individually and what 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 kind of was everybody's downfall that caused the downfall of them you know what i'm saying somewhat i still didn't even really now i didn't really get that i didn't really get what was the actual downfall it, it just seemed like it was just the, they were just saying the money you yeah, know the money, money just they said the money is like Right. They went to Interscope and Interscope Which didn't is money. connect with them. Yeah. But they got the oh, no. no, they got the money, but they couldn't make those hits. So right. I was talking about this with Adam, and he was telling me how there was another interview apparently with Puffy, <clears throat> and how he was talking about he used the ideas and and the the, the imagery from Outcast to market Biggie, mm. like all the Kangos and all that. He wow. got that from Outcast. I didn't know that. So what's crazy about that to me, I mean, it's already crazy, but what's really crazy about that to me is you had the South that was kind of like just left out here to dangle. Right. Then you had the East and the West, of course. Right, right. So the quintessential person that represented New York hip hop, that style was directly influenced by the South. And that blew my fucking mind. I was like, really? That's crazy. And you also gotta think at this time too, like during that time, yeah, this New York was like, uh, they looked down upon like as exactly. far as like, the, South. the South didn't even exist. Right. Anymore. Because and for them to look down at them and then like you just said, I didn't even know that. Like for him to take that style and put it on one of the biggest artists at the mm -hmm. time in New York, the king of New York. Right. And, like that's crazy. Yeah, you think about it, yeah, he didn't really look like a New York guy. Yeah, nah, I mean, nah, now yeah, he's yeah. saying more pepperlicious. Yeah, 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 then when you yeah, really yeah, think about yeah. it, how Southern much more was influenced by, by yeah. Outkast? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's it's crazy. like maybe Biggie's whole persona, not just the Kangos, mm -hmm. maybe the whole persona. Was yeah, was, because was think was about it. Yeah, because it was by the pool. It was like he gave you that whole idea of being in the South because you saw Juicy. Water you see juicy? Like, you see juicy? Like, like that ain't New York. Like that's right. not New York. That shit blew my mind. Literally, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? And then when I was driving here, I was really thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, all of the partying, the way mm -hmm. that they, like back in the day, a New York party was a bunch of dudes and Tim smoking weed out in the street, but or out in the street, yeah, right? Party, with, with, but yeah. Biggie 
and Puffy's version of partying was really the South yeah. kind of partying, which is a whole bunch of half naked chicks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So Water, pool, alcohol. Booty shaking. Exactly. Yeah. That was the South. That wasn't New York. Yeah. So all of that shit. When I was driving over here, I was like, God damn, crazy. that is fucking crazy. And I think it was interesting what he said in the documentary. He was like, I wasn't trying to change nothing. Yeah. I was trying to capture Atlanta. exactly yeah. what Atlanta is. B mentioned something, and, and you know, he was like, it's funny how nobody's calling organized noise today. Mm -hmm. Or beats and production. I thought this is the same for Yeah, I think they, they, uh, now yeah, they're they about to back up and start, but they said it, up it, to it this came point, back around. Right, but yeah, it's, it's back around, but yeah, up to this point, yeah. they were not getting was, any word. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because, like, a lot of people, you know, and of course, like, hip hop fans were like, oh man, we need another Outkast album, you know, organized. Like, everyone's begging for, like, that sound, mm. but, like, no one is. Hitting them up for like production or like one, or, you know, not saying the copycat the sound from '94, '96 when they was making them out, but still like the fact that they changed the way they changed the sound up. You would think, of course, and you can see them keep innovating and getting creative. Why would you not want production from organized noise? Maybe that like, sound isn't hot right now. Mm -hmm. Like I can't hear those. The sounds songs, go like, through waves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Everything's yeah, so yeah. trendy now. Yeah. Like maybe people don't want that. You hear the beats that come out now; they're very electro. You know, very EDM. They, maybe they don't want those real soulful. It, it's like everything has to evolve. Like, like you're 100 right. They can't come in 2016 with 94 beats. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think that you can take what made that special, right? Because it was them three, and and just having that feel, and then working with newer artists, with newer producers. Yeah. I, I think they can recreate something special now. Is it gonna set Atlanta on the map? Of course not, because Atlanta's already there and everybody's docking the South for everything. But that does not mean that there aren't artists like Rory that they mentioned in the yeah. documentary, like a crit, like even some other people from the West, like just everybody. I think that they can still work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then think about how many producers were influenced by these guys. Like they had Justice League on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On there. And I, I didn't think that they would be influenced by organized noise like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounded like Rico was hurt about Outkast, though. Right. Sounded. I thought he was gonna cry. Though. That was kind of that was like I, you would think about them winning that Grammy, even though they didn't have nothing to do with that album. Yeah. But you, come on, like they, he was feeding them and everything yeah, back in the day. 50 50 He said. Whenever you write the hook, we produced everything. I could have took seventy-five percent of your publisher. He said, "F that." F yeah. He said, 50 50 That yo, like, like, and, and you know, that's the epitome of the South, though. Like, that's that Southern hospitality. That you, like, me moving here, like, like y'all motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a friendly motherfucker, and I got like five, four other guys that I can call. Like, yo, I need something. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all got me. That whole thing, man. Like, it, it, it just put in perspective, like Atlanta. Like, it, it gave me new perspective on Atlanta again. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm here and I'm able to kind of be in that environment, man. Like, and just be around AT aliens. I think they should just turn that to like a museum. Like, yeah, or something. I agree. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like a studio. Because yeah. it's dope that the writing is it's still, still yeah. on the fucking. Yeah. Like, how cool would that be if you had that house that you go in and then and your basement has? Hopefully, yeah. it's like a hip hop dude that has the house. Hopefully, yeah. it's like an old lady. Yeah. It is. I thought he said it was a lady that he said, yeah, Mr. Such and Such lives yeah. here now. Miss Wright. 
or something like that. Right, I thought it was, oh, I maybe so. Was yeah, it was a lady. It's a lady that lives there. Oh, well, that was cool. Wow. She let him in there, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I would. I've obviously never been there. So I would buy it back. Why won't you just buy it back? Like, give her another house or something. I, I thought it was cool too. Um, when they went back and they uh, when they when they had the MTV uh, MTV came with Fat oh, Freddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that was dope to to put that into the. Um, you see how young they look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. He was like, yeah, I was walking through there with no shirt on. <laughs> like, where is he? Like, oh, that's him? Yeah. Like, I never saw their faces until yeah, this documentary. Right, you didn't, I mean, I if these later, dudes yeah. walked by me, I wouldn't know them because yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't care. You just always saw that name. I, saw, I, saw, I saw the name. You always saw organized saw noise. Was, yeah, but anyway, man, it was it was cool, man. It, like I said, just it was just, took me just back. Memory lane. Yeah, memory lane. Memory lane. Memory I didn't think it would have that type of, I, yeah. I didn't think that emotionally I was like, oh, fuck, man, I remember. All that shit. It's, it's just cool watching this and being like, man, like that's where these dudes came up, like literally from the fucking dirt. I just literally. wish we got more of that part of them coming up from the dirt. Yeah, because that was my favorite part of the whole fucking documentary was was watching them talk about going into the dungeon yeah. and talking about, oh yeah, big boy sit right there, right yeah. rhymes, and and there's here's yeah here's where we made the beast right here, and there's you with the spider webs and shit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. man, that that's, cool. that's the way hip hop. Was yep. and I feel like that's the way that's it should be. Yeah, that's back in the day, yep. if that was that's the way it was here. That's, that's the way it was in New York. That's the way it was in Cali. There was no fancy ass studios. You were in some fucking shitty ass hole in the you wall. You made whatever you had. If you had a broke down turntable yep. and a damn sample that only gave you about thirty seconds to sample something, yep. you still was making creative beats and doing whatever you had to do, man. Like that's what people today do not get. They're missing because you can anybody get a laptop and make a beat. Back then, you had to. Really put in work, yeah. and that, and again, I hate to keep harping on it, but that's what I wish they would have drove home. Like, drive home that you motherfuckers that think everything yeah. is so fucking easy. Like, this is what we were fucking doing. Right. We had to learn this shit ourselves. We didn't yeah. have to. We didn't, couldn't go to. There were no music schools, but you also saw like what the work was. So, I, like to me, they didn't necessarily speak it. I saw it. So, because you know it. But they brought. They did bring the. Uh, the artist in that, that was playing the instruments and stuff, they did do that. Yeah, but I'm, man. No, but I get what you're saying, like the actual. Dungeon and all the motherfuckers yeah. around there and just hanging out and you writing and you're going for this dream. Like, nice. think about this. Like, when they heard but the song had to on the radio, though. though. You would have had to reenact that because they didn't have. Working, dog. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was like, they walked through. <laughs> But you gotta imagine though, you hear your shit on the radio. That was you. You you thinking like, oh yeah, I made it. That was me. It wasn't like And then you were a kid on top of that. It's like, yeah, oh shit. these dudes are 19, 20, you know, years old, that young, dude. Like, yeah. And even before that, Andre quit school. Oh yeah, he quit school. He was like, no, F that. If yeah, that, we're going to be out here making yeah. We're going to be writing these rhymes. And, and I thought it was also interesting, Big Boy, yeah. how he still had to go to school. Yeah. He graduated 3.68. I did not know that either. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so that shows dedication. Mm -hmm. He It shows that you can do what you have to do in terms of responsibilities and, do, and still chase your dream yeah. and still pursue that. Like, both of them are not always separate. And not everybody always has that decision to make. Because Dre had it, Big Boy didn't. But he still made well, it work. It's good that they're going to get back together and do some stuff. That they said at the end. We'll see if that happens. The other 
one small criticism. I think they could have done more with talked about Goody Mob a little bit more. I think yeah, they lost over was, that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, what the fuck was Kojo? Kojo. Kojo. Why was he not there? Yeah, he sure wouldn't. He wasn't there. there. Was wow. there. Was I think they glossed over that story a little bit. They, they need a Dungeon Family documentary. That's what they need. Yeah. 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 That would be hot. Yeah. 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 Like, talk about that whole time. That whole crew. Yeah. Yeah. Really go from the start to the finish. Like, yeah. what Why the they fuck that happened? Sound. Why they create that sound? Yeah. yeah. Like, how they got together. Like, just, yeah. Um, all right, man. That's it. That's what we thought about the organized noise. Documentary. Let us know what you thought um, about it. Or check it out on Netflix. Yeah, check it out on Netflix and let us, you know, drop us a note. Let us know what you think about it in the comment section.